Welcome back to another episode of Life is Full of Daisies, where we talk all things life and becoming the best versions of ourselves. On today's episode, I'm super excited to talk to you all about hair. Yep, ladies and gents, it's time to talk about those locks. I have the honor of having my favorite hairstylist, Brandy. She's the only person that's ever colored my hair and given me the best color to fit me and my personality. She's been at it for 18 years, is the co-owner of Do or Die, a surf babe, owner of The Bueno Shop, and a lover of all waves, both hair and water. So welcome to the show, Brandy. <laughs> Thank you, Daisy. I'm excited to be here. Before mm-hmm. we talk about all the good stuff as far as like hair and whatnot, we want to know like where your journey began. Why become a hairstylist? Where did that start? My mother was a hairstylist. She still is. And growing up, I just assumed that I would grow up to be like my mother and do hair. Mm-hmm. Until I got into high school. In high school, I had other plans and ambitions. Mm -hmm. But before I went off to college, my dad told me that whatever classes, if I failed any classes, that I would have to reimburse him. And that was the moment that I decided, okay, fine, I'll just go to hair school because I can't fail any classes. I thought it would be like easy. It was easy because I've been in it, you know, my whole life. So I've known it. Mm-hmm. that is what really made me <laughs> go You're to hair like, school. That was the driving force <laughs> for me. To I be. didn't want to have to pay my dad for failed classes. You know what? Sometimes that's the push you need because <laughs> you don't want to have to pay anybody back, Mm-mm. especially dads. When did you know that you wanted to pursue like being a business owner? I think that that was always a fear to have a boss. Like, when I was younger and had jobs, I would always get in trouble for talking. So I had anxiety about that in high school. Like, what kind of job I'm going to have. I didn't want to wake up early in the morning to go to a job that I wasn't going to love or be passionate about, which is actually funny now because I love waking up early. I just didn't want a boss. So that was like one of the things that I had on my board of manifestations back then. I I Mm -hmm. called it dream building then. Mm -hmm. And it was like to be my own boss. So after doing hair for I think only a year, maybe a year and a half, I knew that I wanted to work for myself. So after I got my training at Tony and Guy and I moved back to Houston, I found a place where I could rent a chair. Mm -hmm. So it started from there and that's where I met my business partner. And once we got together and started talking, we wanted to elevate the client experience Mm -hmm. because there was only so much we could do from a house. Um, We converted a house into a salon and to elevate it, we wanted to like have a front desk person. We wanted to have other stylists and like, I think we just outgrew the place where we were in. So that's why we decided to do or or die. die. Yeah. Where did the name come from? When we were trying to figure out a name, we got together with my sister and Mm -hmm. our friend Susan. And our friend Susan was the one that said that we should name it Do or Die. And we looked it up and that was, there's so many Do or Dies. So that's why we added the TX at the end. So we would be Do or Die TX. I didn't even notice the TX. I just know it's Do or Die. People ask me like, where did you get your hair done? I'm like, it's Do or Die off of Washington. Just go by. Go say hi to Brandy. But going back to your question, because this was like a huge thing, was when I was working as a stylist for somebody else. I did not like the fact that I had to work six days a week Mm. and your weekends would always be like your busiest times when you're working for somebody else because they're going to try to maximize your time, which Mm. I understand if they're the ones training you and then you're working for them. I can understand that, but I just didn't want that to be my life. So at y'all's salon, though, I mean, it's pretty much like you both, you and Grace are the co-owners, and then the other girls, are they just renting like a space? Mm-hmm. They there? rent their space, so they're all independent hairstylists. So they're little mini entrepreneurs. Yes. Everyone is their own 
But y'all have, y'all have created like an amazing like environment. I just re- I've, I mean y'all are adding more stuff onto the salon now. Mm-hmm. But I've been there. What it's yeah. been a lot. It's been it's a, been at least since 2013. That sounds about right. So since then, that's how long I've been there. And I mean, the vibe there is very fitting of like you and Grace and y'all style. Mm-hmm. And you even have a candle. It's their signature scent. And a room spray. I mean, they got all the, all the stuff. And that's where I get all my hair care stuff. Because scent will bring you back to having that, like, awesome experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think going out on your own can be intimidating. So we created Do or Die. It's It was kind of like a hybrid. So, like, when you walk in, people don't know that they're their own business. Because it's still very much a team environment. And so they get a receptionist and they still get to be in the shared space. So we can all vibe off of each other. And... It's different than if they would just have to go off and have their own room, you know, because when you have your own room, there's a lot of places like that too. And that's good for those people that kind of like to be Um, on their own and they don't want to hear other people's chit chat. But I think everyone at Do or Die likes talking to other clients and Mm -hmm. talking to other stylists and seeing what everyone is wearing, seeing what everyone is going or doing. Yeah. That's true. I guess y'all were like the first, you know how now they have like WeWork or whatever. Mm -hmm. Y'all like started it for the hair industry. Yeah. Because that's the environment that y'all are creating. Because I think some of the spaces that I've been in just to like rent out for a day or whatever, they have their own receptionist, but you still have like your own Mm -hmm. space that you work out of. Sort of thing. But, you know, that's pretty cool. When you decided to do it, how did you and Grace, why Grace, or was there something like a connection between you two that that you were just like, this feels right? I think we were both ready for the next step. And Grace is really smart and organized. And she is good at all the things that, like, I'm not good at. And I think we balance each other out. I knew that Grace would be a good person to go into business with. She reads the fine print on everything. So <laughs> you got to because somebody will swindle you if you don't. Mm-hmm. But anyways, like I said, I mean, I've gotten to meet some of the girls there too. And, mm-hmm. and like, well, you're, she won't be your assistant anymore, I but know. Bella is finally going to be on the floor, which she's also a character, y'all. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I, my goal is to hopefully get her on the show because I think her dating adventures as a 20, what is she, 20? She's 21 now. 21 year old is quite entertaining oh God, and I, I love it. Yes. I think she entertains my clients too. I think they're going to be a little sad when she's not helping me, but she's just going to be right behind me, so... Like, Bella, can you yeah. come and tell me your latest <laughs> dating adventures? Yeah. Give me the scoop. I can live through you. Well, we, me and Grace have actually known Bella since she was four because that's where her parents had a salon and me and Grace rented chairs from them. Oh, mm-hmm. so it's like full circle. Yes. And Grace also comes from family history where there was hairstylists. Her aunt, she wanted to be a hairstylist like her aunt. And she had gone through kind of like the same training I did, like where we had to be an apprentice for somebody and you know we started from the very bottom and worked our way up so that's another reason why I knew she would be a good business partner because we kind of had the same journey that's true and and there's a there's a different understanding when you've like Mm -hmm. gone through the same thing right and then we can take what we loved and what we didn't love about our experience to help other people out that's so they could true. avoid what we had to go through. Because I don't know how the in- hair industry is, but I know how the dental industry is. <laughs> I'm sure there's there's kind of the same across any career you do. There's always going to be the same kind of pressures and toxicity that mm-hmm. can be created. But when you decide to start something 
that is pure and that is not going to do that, then right. Hey, you're changing the way that the direction that it's going to go. But I love y'all. And I love that you have always colored my hair. Cause she started me from like little baby. Like, what was it? Um, I can't ever say this word y'all. <laughs> it's ombre. No, yeah. is it ombre? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Cause I could never say ombre. it. Yeah. It's like ombre, but ombre. Yeah. Yeah. With but, an O, not an H. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So she started me on that, and then I just kept getting blonder and blonder. And it just, and now that the grays are coming in, it's perfect. Just hide them in, <laughs> you know, just like. Then it like, blended. then we went to adding the little baby lights to it. And uh-huh. then now it's like a lived in. So it's yeah. like highlights and the tees. But I love it because it lasts me quite a long time, which probably should be going back in. I think it's been since January. <laughs> it's probably time for a touch-up. Come on, girl. What is your favorite part of being a hairstylist? There's two. So I really like foil work because it's just, I feel like I'm in my element. I'm getting to concentrate. I'm focusing. I'm getting to figure out the placement that I want to do. And it's instant gratification because what I'm doing, I can see the result within oh. a couple hours. And my other favorite thing to do is get to know the person in my chair, hear their story. Just, I like asking tons of questions because I really want to know like their story. It's like, they're like a little TV show and I want to get all the episodes, as many episodes as I can while they're sitting in my chair. That is true. And I guess as, as they come in every, you know, for touch-ups or to get everything redone or trimmed or whatnot, you get to kind of see their life and how mm-hmm. it progresses. There's some people that I've been doing since they were in high school and then now they're married and have kids and that's bizarre. Or like, you know, people that have been married, divorced, married again, having children. Oh, like wow. Everybody's story is just fascinating. I bet. Have you had like crazy stories? I'm sure you have. <laughs> yes. Some interesting ones where I know I could write a book, but I would be afraid that one of those clients would read it one time and be like, oh my God, that's my story. <laughs> but you're not naming them. Yeah, but be like, that would be an interesting book to read. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have the stories to tell for all of us. Mm-hmm. And I, I really love asking people questions about their jobs and how they came into their career and if they're happy or... Mm. what other jobs they want to pursue or other career they want to pursue if they're not happy. So so when you ask that question, that's a very good question to ask. How often, what's the percentage of people that actually say that they're happy versus the ones that are not happy? Majority of the people do not like their jobs. That's what I figured. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it's exciting whenever they come back because they're changing something. Mm-hmm. But I find that a lot of people will just stay in that job and not do, not make any changes. It's a comfort thing. Like, Mm -hmm. I've been researching that because I'm just like, there are so many people out there that hate their jobs. And it's like, well, why do you hate them? Well, it's because society has put us in this, like, rat race and trained us that the next thing is to go to college and have this career if you want a certain lifestyle. Mm -hmm. They don't teach you to be entrepreneurs, free thinkers, that sort of Mm -hmm. thing. It's like, you have to find that on your own. I feel like a lot of people think they're stuck because they have a family to support or they have a certain lifestyle that they need to keep up with. Mm. So they can't just like take a break and do something different because they have to keep on paying their mortgage. They have to keep on, you know, paying their car payment and they have to maintain that lifestyle, which is is sad because in reality, it's like, that's why I love when people, especially in their twenties, 
I think it's good to explore yourself to really mm-hmm. know who you really are because you could grow up in a certain like lifestyle. You can grow up into a certain family and that definitely will reflect in like who you think you are. But when you actually start exploring like who that person is, you'd be surprised that a lot of times you're not who you thought you were, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. And I think that during this pandemic, a lot of people got a chance to really take a look at what's going to make them happy. Mm -hmm. what they want to do, what they're good at, Mm -hmm. because I know that I realized that I didn't need as much as I thought I needed. And everyone was in that hustle game. Like who's working more hours? Who's like, who has that many, you know, how many businesses, you know, each person has. And there's just like this competition of like, I work harder than you. And in reality, like we don't need to be like that now, you know, sometimes just working one job, is plenty you know you're right it's defining like who what makes you happy and what success is for you Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that I've been on my own exploring is like what makes you happy and where I mean for me yes having more money gives me more (laughs) things that I love or allows me to do the Mm -hmm. the things that I dream of doing at one point but it's not the end all be all but defining what that is for you and then being okay with it like you don't have to be like keeping up with the joneses yeah it's like stop doing that because instagram is horrible too because and it's a lot creative. of times you don't even want to do that you're just doing it because you think that that's what you're supposed to do you know mm-hmm. instagram has just, i mean social media in general has just created this environment where we feel like we have to be that way but a lot of times i love the accounts that expose people yeah a lot of times there's a lot of filters a lot of sod that we're putting on mm-hmm. and in reality it's like you're you're not even living that life. How why should I be mm-hmm. living that life? Like no. So do you be you <laughs> find out who you yeah. are, boo. Let's get into the hair tips because a lot of people were very curious about this. But what are some tips that are that people should know for just basic hair care? Basic hair care, it all starts with hair product. What is in your hair? So if you want healthy hair, you need to use good products, a good shampoo, a good conditioner, mm-hmm. and that is like basic. So And you need to know how to actually shampoo your hair. A lot of people do not know how to properly shampoo their hair. They think that their hair is like greasy and has all this buildup, but they're not actually scrubbing their scalp. You're supposed to put shampoo on your fingertips and scrub all of your scalp. You don't need to be scrubbing the ends of your hair. You don't need to be scrubbing midsection. That's wasting so much product. You just scrub your scalp with the shampoo Mm -hmm. and then kind of lather it up, get it wet in the shower so that you can like, you know, emulsify it and let it spread and then rinse it out really good. If your hair is really dirty, wash it twice like that. And then next is the conditioner. And a lot of people kind of just like throw on the conditioner just on their scalp and they don't even Mm -hmm. get it on the ends. Mm -hmm. You're not even, I don't even put conditioner on my scalp. I just put it from ponytail down. Why that? I tell this to my clients because most of them will not take the time to rinse their hair thoroughly. So they're leaving conditioner on the scalp and it's making their hair greasy. So I, if, if I'm like conditioning someone's hair at the salon, Mm -hmm. you know, we're massaging the scalp. So we are putting the conditioner on the scalp, but we're also thoroughly rinsing rinsing it there. Yeah. So just at home, it's just better to say just ponytail down. And then like, if there's like a little bit of residue, like left on your fingertips, you know, you could put that on, but just rinse it out. Good. You want it to feel like it's like super clean. You can actually kind of like, what what does, yeah. Like what, when you rinse, when you say rinse it out, good, what does that feel like? You won't feel like your hair is slippery at all anymore. Okay. Like, or like slick. 
as soon as you rinse it all out and you have to like still when you're rinsing, you're scrubbing your scalp Mm -hmm. just to make sure everything's out. Yeah. And I know that some water, some areas it's sulfury. So that water is tricky because it always feels like you still have stuff in your hair. So, okay, so, so I they think, should get a water filter. Yeah, because I want to – actually, I think my parents they have well water. Mm-hmm. So I think it's the minerals because my hair always feels really funky after yeah. I finish washing it there. So I don't really wash it there because I only visit them for like two <laughs> or three days, okay? I don't wash my hair but yeah. once a week. A, little, a um, water filter is a good idea. So I need – well, I was a actually – shower filter. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. actually looking online on Amazon because I saw this on TikTok where some, some hair lady – she's not even a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. She just talks about hair. And she was talking about that there's sometimes – a lot of harsh minerals in your water and you should get a different shower head and on amazon they have like actual like mineral reducing shower heads yes so i was like so those are a good thing to invest in because i was gonna buy mm-hmm. one like immediately i know that the 901 salon in mm-hmm. california those girls sell like shower heads yes for that. and those are hairstylists recommending those so rather than go to amazon first like go to them the hair yeah okay that's a okay good thing i did not buy it yeah (laughs) i'll buy that from them and then going back to shampoo like when you putting your shampoo on because i think you're i think you actually put a video on like how to properly wash Mm -hmm. your hair and that's how i I was like oh okay i'm doing it wrong (laughs) so many people like were like oh my god i've never done it that way i'm like that's why your hair looks greasy all the time. <laughs> so listen up if you have greasy head all yeah. the time. Because I know I after watching your video, which I'll share it on uh-huh. um, for this episode. But after watching it, I'm like I split my hair up so that way I make sure yeah. I clean like the very back Especially spot if it's on thick the thick hair. Scalp. You know you have to separate it. Why ain't got that problem, girl? <laughs> <laughs> but but some of you out there do. So but okay. So shampoo condition. So going back to the shampoo. Here's my question. One of my listeners actually asked this. She's like, "What is the best store brand shampoo and conditioner?" Because she said, hashtag, I'm on a budget. It, I mean, it's all priorities, but I can't recommend a store brand. But uh, tell us why. Because there's the store brand is cheap for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's going to give your hair more problems. It's going to give your hair that waxy buildup because they do put wax in it. That's why Pantene has that shine. It's wax. And it, I think it's fine for people who have like really thick, coarse, maybe a little bit frizzy hair because... Mm-hmm. It is weighing their hair down, so it's not making their hair as poofy. Mm -hmm. But when they go to get highlights or color, it's not going to look as good as if if you're using the right shampoo and conditioner. Mm -hmm. Because that bleach or that color has to break through that wax buildup on that hair strand. So another thing that it does is it will strip your hair color. So Mm -hmm. say you just spent, you know, $250 getting your hair colored and cut. Mm Mm-hmm. When you're using that cheap store brand shampoo, mm-hmm. you're just stripping that color right out. So you're just losing money. You're losing your $250. Yeah. Oh. Or the wrong shampoo can make your hair dry out. So then mm-hmm. you'll get more breakage and more split ends. So even people like that ask me, what, what about like natural products? You know, that's still like, it's drying. It drying dries out your on hair. You. Mm-hmm. It's true. So... I think like a a cheaper version of shampoo or conditioner, just try to find the cheapest one in the salon Mm -hmm. because you will save money in the long run. That's true. And even then, so here's an example. When I've gone to, like, I found Living Proof because I used to mm-hmm. love that brand a lot. But 
Brandy's got me on Kevin Murphy, so that's what I use for these locks. <laughs> you know, they're frizzy locks. But I saw that they sold it for pretty much almost the same price that, like, y'all... Because y'all used to have Living Proof. Or do y'all still have it? I don't... We just have the dry shampoo. Okay. Y'all used to have, like, all the shampoos uh-huh. and stuff. And I remember when I would purchase it there, I'm like, this is about the same price. Like, I don't... So... That's just, I think a lot of people are, have a misconception thinking that, oh, if you buy it from a salon, it's going to be more expensive. But in reality. Right. Also, the guarantee of buying it from your stylist is they are recommending the right hair product for your hair type and for whatever like color you have. Mm-hmm. When you're going to the store and just randomly buying a shampoo or conditioner, you might not even be buying the right shampoo or conditioner for your hair type. So then you write that off completely because you're like, oh. I don't like this brand because it made my hair this, but it might not be for your Mm -hmm. hair type. Yeah. Even if it's sold, even if it's like Kevin Murphy found at some store, Mm -hmm. you don't even know when that product came into the store. On our shelves, we don't keep product on very, it's just like turning. Yeah. And there is an expiration date on products. So when you're finding them at TJ Maxx or Marshalls or Mm -hmm. Amazon, you have no idea how long they've been sitting there. It might be expired product that has been sitting on a delivery truck for a long time it could be expired product and that's how they're able to sell it in those places oh mm-hmm. so y'all don't want that you don't no. want that in your hair so go to your salon and buy the proper shampoo what about like at ulta and like sephora those are yeah those still are those legit places to yeah, buy professional okay because to- like i mean some recommendations i guess from what i'm getting from what you're saying is Figure out what your hair type is and make sure you're shampooing and conditioning it mm-hmm. for that hair type. But another saying that I remember, I think you told me, or was it Bella? No, who was Danielle? Danielle was your uh-huh. previous assistant. Yeah. she She's like, wash, was it wash for the hair you have, she, condition for the hair, hair you, that want. you want? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't mean, is that true? I'm yes, sure. I mean, she it recommended true. it. So say that your hair is needing a lot of repair because you've been like bleaching your hair out and Mm -hmm. you just want it to be in a healthier state. Mm -hmm. You're going to shampoo with something like Olaplex or Repair Me Mm -hmm. and say you want your hair to have more volume or your hair is thin because you have been bleaching it out for a long time. So you would use plumping conditioner Mm -hmm. because you want it to give that little oomph, a lift on the roots and you want your cuticle to be like a little bit swollen. So, Oh, okay. And then also styling products, you know, going into it, like everyone's always like, what's the number one styling product that I need for my hair? Heated defense. Like Mm -hmm. you need to be protecting your hair from the heat, from the sun. So to start off with your hair regimen, Mm -hmm. shampoo, conditioner, and heat protectant. So shampoo, conditioner, heat protectant. I got all three of those. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, actually the last time I got my hair done, the curls lasted so long that I was like, I need everything you put in my hair. So yeah. I can replicate this and they do mm-hmm. work. They're really great products. And, but I love my Olaplex, like their line of products. Oh, yes. I, I mean, I have the shampoo, conditioner, the oil, the, I think I have all the steps mm-hmm. at this point. And anyone that is like highlighting constantly, they should have Olaplex in their regimen. And guys, if y'all don't know what Olaplex is, I mean, if you social, I think in TikTok, it's actually taken off. I don't know, like in Instagram, if it has, <laughs> but Olaplex is like the holy grail at this point for repairing your hair yeah, and, and in a healthy state. And oh man, yes, you need to have Belle on here because she's been practicing her product knowledge. She's so I, good. Oh, so what about like brushing your hair? Mm-hmm. I know like... I've seen, or I, like I said, a lot of stuff you've taught me, and then I've also seen it like on, you know, socials. But like when you brush your hair when it's wet, is this fact? Your hair is at its weakest state when it's wet. Yes. 
And so how do you properly wash it? Because, you know, you have and all that And it could feel like elasticy, you know, if your hair is oh. not in its healthiest state. So when you brush a lot of people, it kills me to see how they brush their hair. But, like, I probably wouldn't know if my mom was in a hairstylist, you know? Yeah. So you start at the very bottom. You can get a detangler and spray it in your hair mm-hmm. and then work your way from the bottom to the to top. The top. And that will prevent you from ripping out that hair that's in a knot in the middle of your hair, you know? So some people are like, my hair never grows. But they're like breaking their hair every time they're brushing it. So we recommend that when you get out of the shower to wrap it in like the Kui towel. Yeah. Because it has a fabric. The, I want to say it's Aquatech. I think so. I think I read it on the uh, <laughs> when I bought one. I'm like, like, of course I, I can't remember it right now because there's a microphone in my face. But right. that... Takes out 50% of the moisture, makes it dry faster, mm-hmm. um, prevents snagging, and prevents frizz because of it's it doesn't have that friction that a towel gives you. So uh, when you take that out after like five minutes or even just like a minute, it makes all the difference because your hair is way less tangly. You can like the is. comb goes through it so easy and it dries faster and but, it dries smooth. Yeah, like because I have it and I just noticed like I put it on like right after I get out of the shower and then while I'm like doing all the, the, the face routine. Yes. Once I take it off and that's probably like a 10 minute, 15 minute. Mm-hmm. I mean, like my ends are already dry. Yeah. And so I'm just having to like put my product on, hair products, and then brush it through. And then if I let it air dry or I blow dry it, whatever day it is. But like I said, I only wash it one, one day a week. <laughs> oh, which is, is another question. How often should you wash your hair? I guess it just depends on the person. But when you have highlighted hair, you shouldn't be washing it that much because Mm -hmm. you don't want your hair over drying and breaking. So I tell everyone to just try every other day first and then work your way up to like every two days. I've worked my way up to every seven days. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And you know, some seasons I can do that. And like right now, it's just not a season where I can do that. I used to do it once a week and I used to get excited like how long I could go. But right now, I guess my hands are just running in my hair too much. And and the oils from product, the oils just from your hands are like going through your hair constantly mm-hmm. it's weighing my hair down so i have to wash it yeah i mean and working out i mean i know i probably should wash it maybe more often. but if you don't want to wash your hair that much don't put don't put your hands through your hair a lot it helps when you wave it because then you're not really like touching it yeah, as much yeah that's why i like curling like when i do wash it i like to curl it mm-hmm. but like i said r.i.p for my wand it <laughs> died on me today so i gotta no. find a new one yeah i know i've had it for a few years so sad i know and it was pink but oh well this Besides the pink. <laughs> okay, so using a wide comb, is that a yay or a nay? Is that a fad or? It's good. I don't comb out my hair with a, a comb. I brush out my hair with a wet brush. Yeah. And then, like in the shower, I do have sometimes like my flex brush or I do have the texture comb mm-hmm. to like just to go through the conditioner. Yeah, that's And what then I, do. I like stimulating my scalp with the bristles. Oh. You know, it feels really good, but also it's stimulating new hair growth whenever you have the bristles of the brush against oh, your scalp. So, you're just, so is there a need to get like, you know, they have specific scalp massagers? Like you can just do that with your brush. You can do that with your brush. I am just now really hearing about those yes. scalp scrubber things. They are. But I mean, I think that's good for people who don't brush their hair or that don't have nails to really scrub their scalp. Oh, so yeah. I can't really say anything because I don't really know anything about it. So 
Yeah, I mean, I just started seeing about it. I was like, what? A scalp? What? Mm -hmm. I'm like, your fingers don't do a good (laughs) job? I mean, I have my nails, so I just like sit there. And when I wash it, it's like a long process because it's like I also do that scalp. It's a massage for yourself. It is. And I have the scalp wash that y'all have. With the little sand. Yeah, the beads. Yeah. So I use that first, and then I shampoo. And if it's really dirty, I have to shampoo twice and then do the conditioner. It feels so good. And with that, it makes your hair bigger on the root. I'm like, yes. I know. It does feel thicker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's my routine. So, again, it's another routine <laughs> to add, y'all, to your uh, already beauty routines and yeah. your dental routines. Okay, what about blow drying? One thing you already said is heat defense. That's mm-hmm. your number one you should always use. But are there any tips on just, like, blow drying your hair? Because I can't do the, the roll. Oh, I can't either. I I'm don't like, have patience I, for that. I don't. I got one of those uh, hair dryers with the brush already on it, but that gets really hot. Like, it, it gets too hot, in my opinion, so I don't really use it. I recommend people use that towel, leave it in for as long as they can. Mm-hmm. Once they take it out, if they can just, like, air dry it a little bit longer, great. If they can't, if they're in a rush and they need to get to work, tip your head upside down. Start just like rough drying it with no brush because when you're starting, when you're trying to smooth out your hair and use a brush right away when it's sopping wet, that's a lot of repeated heat on the the hair. And also you're going to exhaust your arms out. So I just like dump my hair over, do as much as I can upside down, really focusing on the root and the scalp area. Mm -hmm. Because once that's dry, the ends start drying really fast. So I don't even, I mean, I never use a brush whenever I'm blow drying my own hair, but we do at the salon rough dry the person's hair at least 50 to 75% before we even put a brush on it. Yeah, that's true. Because then you're just like smoothing it out at the end and it's not a lot of arm work. I mean, I do that. I just rough dry it and it's a frizz ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like a lime. I mean, seriously, yeah. I should probably take a picture of me just like rough drying it and show y'all because that would be. But funny. even if you'd rough dried it completely, right? And then took a brush to it and just smoothed it out. Oh, that's a lot less work than, than putting that round brush on. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so talking about blow dryers and all that, what are some of the tools or brands that you think are better to spend your money on? If you're, because that's an investment. Like when you're mm-hmm. putting money on like a curling wand, or a hair dryer, like Dyson, it's five hundred dollars for that thing. Is it really worth it? I think it is if you have a lot of hair. Okay. If you have really thick hair, it does dry your hair faster and it could smooth it out because of how hot it gets. But for someone who has normal to fine hair, I don't think they should get it. Mm-hmm. Grace actually has one. And it's fine if your hairstylist uses it on you like that, you know, that once in a six weeks time period. Yeah. But when you're using that every day by yourself, it's kind of harsh. Oh, okay. I that hope makes they don't sense. come for me. No, I mean, you're the, you're the professional. And the biggest thing is I know heat, putting a lot of heat on your hair can be, it's just too much. So I, mm-hmm. like I said, I try to air dry mine. Wait, it's like if you, sleep with your hair wet do you recommend that you know when I was young I used to do that because I liked the the wave that I would get or like the messiness that I would get but now I don't recommend that because when your hair is wet it is fragile and you're moving around on your pillow and so if you do go to bed with your hair wet I would put like a, a shower cap or, or you know or the qui towel on yeah. so it's like just like in place and it's not like roughing up okay and then also i guess using a silk pillowcase yes i have silk pillowcases which, mm-hmm. which when you told me i went and bought one and that's i think that's made a difference in my hair because it's not as yeah you don't frizzy. get broomsticks 
yeah. broomstick ends, you know, like. I still get some every, like, when it's kind of, like, time to wash it. When it's, it's day seven. When it's day seven. <laughs> I'm like, not me, not me. Okay, so, fact or fiction, uh-huh. is it true whenever you pull one gray hair out, seven more come back? No, that is. False. But I don't recommend pulling out your gray hairs. Oh, I have plenty of those. Because you're not guaranteed that that's going to come back. Uh-huh. Just like, you know how people like overpluck their eyebrows in the 90s? Yeah. And then they couldn't get them to grow back. It's the same thing when you're pulling out the your same hair. gray hair over and over and over. It's going to eventually yeah, that, be like, bye. Yeah. You don't want me, then fine. Mm-hmm. So I'll take any gray hair that comes my way. And I'm like, that's growth. Okay, that's adding thickness to I my head. I have three right now, and I'm very proud of them. You have three? I'm you know, like, they're like Brandy, somewhere in my part right here. I don't know. I have I have like five right now. That's why I need to get in and get you to retouch up this the, the roots here it's been like five months or four months or something like, like that. really little baby lights and then you're like what these are my these are these are natural they <laughs> yeah. came that's that's how they grew in so i'm gonna get into the questions that some of my followers had asked specifically mm-hmm. how do you make your hair look thicker and with more volume if you have like thinner hair product and blow dries and and styling. So if you have thin hair and you want it to look thicker, you are probably going to use a volumizing spray or mousse. Mm-hmm. We use anti-gravity and we use body mass mm-hmm. for that. We also have a new line, the new blow dry line that has like a lift and bounce mm-hmm. and thickness. So it just depends on the hair type because everyone's hair is different. Like some people could have like thin hair, but it's like super frizzy. And then some people could have like super thin, like limp hair. Some people could have normal hair and they just want that extra boost. So yeah, it's just true. like, you need to do exactly what your hairstylist recommends because they know your hair the best. You do not know your hair the best, you know? Yeah, that's true. So you would at least need a good shampoo conditioner, heated defense, and like a plumping volumizer. And then when you blow dry, blow dry the opposite direction that you want the hair to fall. Oh, to give you that volume. Yeah, because then when you flip it back over, then it's like... It's got that extra oomph in it. Uh Okay, okay. a good blowout can last a long time. That is true. That is true. And waves. So everyone thinks my hair is thick. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's the product that I put in it. And it's, so today I just took the Kui towel out, yeah. right? And I didn't even brush it because when I brush it and then let it air dry, my hair is so fine and so straight. I do that. So I just take it out of the Kui towel most of the time and just scrunch with my product in it. Mm-hmm. And then waving it makes it look a lot thicker than straight hair. So also pro tip, use dry shampoo on your hair before it gets greasy because then it adds more lift and then once it starts getting greasy it just i feel like your hair just keeps on getting bigger and bigger huh okay well Mm -hmm. i need to do that especially if i have events going to okay so i had one listener say she said my daughter has curly hair not kinky curly but curly tips for managing products were for her daughter Mm -hmm. a really good shampoo and conditioner definitely and when people's hair is curly there's a product called killer curls motion lotion and just depending on their hair type Mm -hmm. but a lot of my clients i just put anti-gravity just for the roots so their Mm -hmm. roots aren't just weighed down and then i put the killer curls or the motion lotion in their hair when it's really really like soaking wet and scrunch it in i don't apply it and like try to pull out those curls oh you just like you kind of like scrunch it all in and then you do not touch the hair while it dries. The more your hands are in that while it's drying, the frizzier the hair is going to get. 
Oh. So you just have to leave it alone after the product's in it. What causes frizziness? Like, why is it just like friction that? and move? Just like manhandling it over and oh. over. You know? so, so stop touching it. Yeah. Just like you don't want to touch it. Because the curls need to just like form and like kind of like dry together. Oh, maybe that's why Norm, my sister Norma has like really, she's got curly hair and mm-hmm. she always has it really nice, but maybe she, Sometimes it's a little freezy, so maybe just stop touching it, Norma. Just stop touching yeah. it. Tips for thick, wavy, short hair. I guess what products would you put on hair that is thick? Smooth Again is a really good product for thick, coarse hair. If it's wavy, a good... If if they're trying to enhance it more, like Killer Curls, because they can enhance that. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like a wavy, I would just put a leave-in repair. Mm-hmm. And that's a, you know, leave-in conditioning treatment. Yeah. And then I would probably just let it air dry. And then whatever waves are like a little bit unruly or unmanageable, mm-hmm. then I would just like maybe take a wand and mm-hmm. like just wave those random pieces. But if they wanted to just have their natural wave, just rock mm-hmm. their natural wave. So this one, she's got fine, sensitive hair. Like any tips for just like I guess products to put on like fine hair if she's wanting it to have a little bit of boost or oomph I would just put the heat protectant for sure because any heat on it is going to make it break or melt yeah so and she doesn't want a lot of product because she doesn't want it to feel weighed down so I would do anti-gravity and body mass on her and kind of just do a blow dryer upside down for a little bit, but not a whole blowout. You oh, know? okay. And if she wants to, she could take the, the flat iron or a waver and add some waves because that will make it really look thicker. But if she just wants to rock the straight hair, just ups, uh, blow dry it upside down. Oh, that's a good tip. How often should you actually get a haircut or trim? So there's not a specific time that one person needs to follow. It is when you start seeing those little white dots on the end of your hair, that is when it's time to get a dusting or or a trim because mm-hmm. you don't want those those balls turn into the split ends and your hair starts splitting. So it's shortening your hair. Oh. So do that. But if you're if you have a short haircut and you're trying to maintain that hairstyle like every month to six weeks. Okay. So if you want that same look to, you know, keep going yes. with it. So, because sometimes when you look on, like, somebody Googles that, it says every six to eight weeks. Eight mm-hmm. weeks is what they recommend. And I'm just like, um. But if you're using... But everyone's bright, hair is different, you know? And if so. you're using good products to protect your hair and then doing, like, the steps to make sure you're not allowing that kind of thing to happen, I'm sure you right. can go longer, right? Oh, yeah. And is that why... So, if people, like, have a lot of split ends or start losing hair, is that why their hair looks a lot thinner towards the bottom versus... From their oh, hair yeah. shaft and yes. stuff. That's probably my problem. I just need to chop it off and start and all over. some people, like, I think the six to eight weeks is, like, also, say someone wants that, like, really fine, blunt cut or oh. a lob. It's only going to look that, like, that straight and perfect within that time frame because mm-hmm. then you start getting the ends where people, like, request the ends that are, like, looking dead. And you're like, oh, you want split end looking ends? Okay. Really? Yes. So either people want the the, the straight, Top. blunt cut, or they're like, oh, I want ends, like, you know, like, you know where it looks, like, thin and textured on the ends? And I'm like, oh, you mean, like, my hair? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. And so I'm like, well, that's just neglect. <laughs> Really, uh, you know, it's I'm like the nail at, ladies that have the bad nails. Oh. It's the hair ladies sometimes have the bad hair because we don't have time to do it all. That's true. I mean, you when you work in your own profession, you probably unless you make time for it, you'd start neglecting yourself. Because I don't get my teeth cleaned at my own office. Mm-hmm. I actually go to my friend's office yeah. and get my teeth cleaned. It's just like think about a hairstylist is at the salon, you know, like oh. a lot, mm-hmm. and then the last thing they want to do 
is probably sit in the chair for like three hours at the salon again when they have other stuff they that have they to do have to do. Yeah. yeah, that's true. We're, we're our own worst patients and clients. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so, okay, this is another question. I thought it was kind of funny, but it, but what is your thought on it? She's like, do I really need to change my side part to a middle part? Hashtag millennial. No. <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer, but I just thought yeah. it was funny and I had to ask it. No, some people will not look good in the middle part. So I don't, you can't tell a whole generation. Gen- yes. No. I, listen, a side part looks good on everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's just like saying that guys can't have long hair hair or guys can't have a shaved look that's out so the girls that have that side part and it looks good like and they try to do like a middle part what a middle part does is make you focus on the nose so don't if if your nose ain't cute so if you Mm -hmm. like your nose do do the middle part try it just see if you can feel like yourself with the middle part but if you don't like your nose the middle part is only going to draw attention to your nose So, okay, take that Gen Z. Okay, we are not doing that. (laughs) Okay, we are not getting no surgery. We already did the middle part, Gen Z, okay? Quit copying us. (laughs) Get your own trends. Um, Just kidding, we love you. We do. We learn so much from y'all. You keep fighting our battles, and we'll keep making y'all, we'll call for your doctor's appointment. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep doing it. Bella is cringing right now. (laughs) I know. Sorry, Bella. Um, so in, another fact or fiction, mm. is it true that you lose 100 strands a day? You can. So people freak out all the time because they're like, oh my God, I'm losing so much hair. And yes, during this pandemic, we all lost a lot of hair. My hair is a lot thinner. But when you see like a bunch of hair strands in your shower, don't freak out. Like I did. <laughs> yeah. And also you're washing your hair once a week. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot more hair in your hand than from the shower day. than if you had like a little bit every day. Yeah. Also when people's hair is growing out when they used to have short hair it's not going to look a lot like a lot when it's wadded up but when your hair is long it's going to look it's going to look so much in your hand and you're like oh my god this oh that's true you know it's like the length is longer so don't freak out if it's like more than 100 strands a day then i would talk to your doctor i can't speak for the like is it alopecia? Yeah, where you get chunks. When it's like oh, chunks and you see that, bald spots. That's concerning. Um, my sister had that in high school from severe stress when she was taking all AP classes. Yeah. But So that's different. But yes, it's totally normal for... You could lose up to 100 strands a day. Okay, because I know like for me, I freaked out. And I, I don't know if it's just because I haven't been paying attention, but I was showering the other day and all this hair and I freaked out and I thought I was going bald. So then mm. I went and bought like this hair serum. I don't know if it works guys i'll let you know if it's a failure and then i also bought these like hair vitamins <laughs> i would just eat healthy and take vitamins and then if you're still having some problems like talk to your doctor because it could be a number of different things but don't try to google it yourself because oh you're gonna freak yourself out another tip when you're in the shower and you know you're combing your hair out with your fingers or a brush don't let that hair go in your drain just take that hair Slap it on your shower wall, and then at the end of your shower, take that hair and throw it in the trash. Don't try to flush it, and don't mm-hmm. leave it in your drains. Mm-hmm. Oh, I knew somebody that would always flush their hair. I was like, why are you just throwing the trash can? Yeah. Because it could clog. I mean, it, yes. it makes a lot of clogs. When you said vitamins, what, like, you know, like you hear the hair vitamins, the gummies and all of that. Mm-mm, for mm-mm. you, like when you say vitamins, what does that, natural vitamins, like for the I rest would do of- biotin and hair and skin vitamins that you can get at the vitamin store. Mm-hmm. Prenatal, even if you're not trying to have a baby or if you're not mm-hmm. pregnant, those vitamins. I don't 
recommend those hair gummies because they're just sugar. Oh, yeah. And they give you cavities, okay? (laughs) And a lot of my clients have tried them and, like, it gave them breakouts. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I noticed that because I started noticing it whenever I was was a big trend. Mm -hmm. I would have patients that would never have cavities, and all of a sudden they started having this little area, soft areas in their back teeth. And I'd be like, hey, do you happen to eat any gummies or any new vitamins or anything? And they're like, oh, yeah, these hair vitamins. And I was like, and of course, when you see that, you then I would see that they were breaking out. And I'm like, how long have you been using this? And you're going down their like history. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, it was the the hair vitamins that were breaking them out and then also giving them cavities because of all the sugar. And honestly, if you look at the formula for those vitamins, they are not even anything what you could just get at the grocery store at CVS like it's all a fad and influencers definitely sold it on a lot of people but it's not worth the money so get you some real vitamins okay (laughs) okay here's a question I had because I know like when you go to your hairstylist what is the etiquette like what are the things that you appreciate your clients to do showing up on time or what etiquette do you like appreciate because I'm sure you've had terror clients being on time is huge it's so that we have the correct amount of time to do what we need to do on your mm-hmm. head. If you're getting highlights, we don't want to rush the application time or the time that you have to sit to process mm-hmm. or the toner or your style. So when you're late, it could put a lot of stress on your stylist because your stylist is still going to want to give you the same look that you sure. always get. Mm-hmm. But now we have less time to do it and we can't break into someone else's time. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when that happens, it's also nice to get a message from your hairstylist. If we have time, because if we are, if someone has made us run late, then sometimes it's hard for us to take even more time to text our next client. Like, Hey, I'm running a little late. Mm -hmm. I try to do that. It's nice when you have an assistant so that they can do it for Mm -hmm. you, but you also don't want to have someone stressed out doing your hair, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So time is really good. If you're going to run late, do not bring your coffee in because we will know that you were in the Starbucks line and that's why you're really late. <laughs> or, or bring a coffee for them if you're going to be late because of coffee. Because right. when you show up with just your coffee and you didn't ask them. That's ooh. just rude. Okay. Inconsiderate. <laughs> Let's just be, no. But uh, my clients are so great. Like they're always like, do you want a coffee? And I'm like, no, I've already had like three cups. But <laughs> so that's number one. Mm-hmm. Two, communication, bringing in pictures to really show your hairstylist what you're talking about because everyone has their own view of what's warm or what's cool. And sometimes diff- people's eyes see different things, yeah. you know, like with that white dress or the blue dress. <laughs> blue, like, it's I'm so like... crazy. But trusting your hairstylist also because sometimes mm-hmm. what you may want is not going to look good. So if they suggest something different, like, you know, be open-minded. Mm-hmm. Say I'm doing your hair and I'm using anti-gravity or you know whatever it's not a good idea to tell your hairstylist oh I'm gonna take a picture of this because I'm just gonna buy it on Amazon later like (laughs) do what I did Brandy what what all did you use okay you have like even if you're gonna do that don't tell your hairstylist that it's just weird you know it puts you like in a weird mood you want us also I mean one it is kind of rude it's like I get it there's certain instances where you want to save money but when it comes to hair products like skin products and even Mm -hmm. dental products you have to make sure that one we're supporting small businesses because we all went through a pandemic and we want to support in any small way yeah but also you're being reassured that this product is 100% a good product Mm -hmm. that isn't expired or been sitting on a you know a a hot truck for five months or something yes so don't do that guys that's just that's just rude Uh, last thing that I know a lot of hairstylists struggle with is when it's time to go up on their prices they're scared that they're gonna either lose a client Mm -hmm. or 
their client is going to say something, but hairstylists have to go up on price. It's just normal. Just everything else in the world goes up. Inflation, y'all. People get raises. Hairstylists only get raises when they themselves go up on price. Mm -hmm. So we totally understand if someone can't come to us because we've gone up and they can't afford it. So they can just go somewhere else. We can recommend somebody, but the arguing about it is awkward. Or I don't know. I've just had a lot of people say really rude things to coworkers. Mm Mm-hmm. And it hurts their feelings because they're just having to look out for themselves and they're having to go up in price so they're not like burned out and... Also know your worth. Like just like anything, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're willing to pay for skincare products or any other kind of services... Why is it so hard to pay your hairstylist what they're asking? It's for? all a priority and what we choose to spend our money on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't hurt my feelings if someone can't come to me because oh, they the think prices. I'm too much money. I can always refer somebody else. It does not hurt my feelings because I totally understand. But just not giving that person a hard time or making it personal. Mm-hmm. Have you had any clients that were like, when your fees went up, they were like, well, I can't really afford you. But then they started seeing maybe someone else within the same salon oh yeah that happens all the time and that's that's also another good thing when you have an assistant because your client is getting to know your assistant and they're getting comfortable and they know they they know how to do their hair because they've been been doing it for a year with you with me so when bella gets on the floor full time i'm not going to be surprised if some of my clients like go to her go to her yeah you know because i'll probably go up in price a little bit and then that's just kind of how it's happened like that's happened with danielle it's it's kind of like a cycle yeah but then there's always going to be another client coming in so it may not even be about price either like sometimes someone may come see me and then they'll hop around. They're just, or it could be a convenience. Like it's just who they could convenience get or maybe like their personality matches better with somebody else. Gotcha. So. I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. To kind of end it off two more questions. Mm-hmm. One, like when you go to tip your hairstylist, yeah. what is the etiquette on that? Like what's, what's actually like recommended, I guess is Oof. the right word. Because sometimes <laughs> some people can be really cheap or they won't even tip or, cause I've heard so many different things from different people yeah. and I'm like, I don't know. Okay. So one time I did a post on this about what is normal mm-hmm. and that was, I mean, <laughs> The response I got to that, like most of it was good, but some people were like, whoa, I've never heard of this before and, or that sounds ridiculous. But I have been in this industry, like basically my whole life because my mom is a hairstylist and what I've seen because of what she's been in is it's the same, like your hairstylist is you're in the service industry. Mm -hmm. The same thing with like anybody who does any service for me. During holidays, it's usually like double the service. The lady who cleans my house, I love her so much. At the end of the year when it's like Christmas time, she gets double. Hairstyles get double. It doesn't, you don't have to do that. That's just what is, is that like, like it's like, you know, like in the old school etiquette books, you know, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Cause but I, you know, people do things differently. So I think a tip is like personal. So If you want to tip, you know, your hairstylist, it's really up to you. Mm -hmm. But growing up, my dad going to restaurants and stuff, back then it was like 18%. He would say, always tip your waiter 18% if you really like them. Hairstylists, majority of the people tip 20%. Mm -hmm. But if they're already budgeting to come in with you and pay your price, like you can't really get mad when... They don't tip you 20 extra percent. Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's a valid point. Especially if the people are coming in and they're, you know, 
regular customer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it's just a, an extra appreciation thing. But I will tell you that <laughs> the people who tip well and like treat you well, when you have a packed schedule and someone, that, that person who always treats you well is like, oh my God, I need to be squeezed in. I'm sorry. Like I have an emergency. Um... I need to be in. And you already have like a booked full schedule. You will make time. For- I mean, it comes back <laughs> full circle, y'all. Full circle. So, I wish I got tipped. Like, we can't legal. I don't think it's legally we can take tips. I know, and I don't think, like, like, I wish I got a tip. Can you? There's, like, a lot of things that you wondered about. Because now, I feel like during the pandemic, I think it's, like, customary to tip, like, everyone 20%, even if they're just, like, handing you a cup of coffee. I know. I'm like, Like, well, I mean, honestly, at that point, (laughs) if I'm I'm at a coffee place and I'm literally picking up my own coffee and you're not walking to my table, I don't feel the need to give you a huge tip. I still tip. Yeah. Because the little machine will make you they they tell you but i'm like i'll still tip you maybe 15 percent if i'm like literally grabbing yes. it it's your job to give it to me it's i don't know it's so hard now because i feel like what you put out there you receive yeah you know but i can't go broke no you can't go broke <laughs> i'm like I'm, i always struggle with that because it's like I, I always tip i yeah. always tip no matter what and i do believe like that you'll get that back and and i'm able to right now like mm-hmm. i don't if i'm able to tip i will tip well especially if i had really great service but what if you have kids and all this and you're right like if you're budgeting mm-hmm. for it a tip for somebody who may not be able to tip and other ways that you could show your appreciation is giving them a shout out on instagram writing a review for them telling friends to go to you yeah. you know that's also showing us appreciation that's true so y'all shout out brandy and that is all free that's true i know just literally following them Mm -hmm. supporting them those are all that's oh that's for me like obviously as a hygienist i can't take tips but it's nice to get a shout out or just and word of mouth still is like it still works i get a lot of people that literally come to either see me personally because of word of mouth i go to daisy (laughs) clean her teeth (laughs) and i go to brandy for these locks even though they're a little crazy right now so just to end everything up what would your final words of wisdom or a life lesson that you want to give my listeners is it like hair stuff no this could be this one i always ask every like i've gotten used to asking all my anybody i've interviewed is there something that you've like taken with you through life as far as like any words of wisdom or any life lesson that you want to impart with them it doesn't have to be because you're i mean you're an entrepreneur you're doing your own thing you're following your dreams words are powerful So be careful what you say and treat people the way you want to be treated. From a young age, I have been manifesting things. And Mm -hmm. now when I look back and see everything that's happened in my life and I go back and I find my old diaries or journals and Mm -hmm. stuff, a lot of the things that have come into fruition are things that I started when I was like a little girl and like wanting and Mm -hmm. dream boarding. Also, you know, treating people the way you want to be treated is it makes you feel better when you're a good person, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'd rather that be contagious than than the hate, the hate, the hate is so, oh, it's so like, gross right now and it's so heavy and I just don't like it right now at all. So mm-hmm. there's too much. A little smile. If you know, people if they want to cut you off, let them cut you off. You don't know what they're going through. If you're a waitress or waiter or hairstylist is having an off day, just let them have their off day because you don't know what's going on at home. That's true. We only know what we see, mm-hmm. but we don't know any of the backstory yes. of what's happening. That's very true. And if our client is like sometimes when our client is are acting like a little off or they're not happy or you can tell that something's going on. It's not about their hair. It's like something internal. 
you just have to love them anyways, you know, Mm -hmm. and give them a hug. And maybe you're the only person in their life that is like listening to them Mm -hmm. and that they're going to get a hug from that day. So has that been hard with the pandemic? Cause you know, like people don't touch, like I feel I've had, a, I've struggled with like mm-hmm. not being able to touch. Cause I used to, even with patients, I would shake their hands and at least be like, Hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you can't even do that. Or even if you go in and see certain people, like you, you don't know like where they stand on. Like, it touch. is very weird not being able to touch because well, I'm an empath, so I'm feeling. If someone's hurting, I can feel that. If mm-hmm. someone is anxious, I feel that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes a hug just to greet somebody can just like make them feel so at ease or mm-hmm. just welcomed or a hug saying like, hey, I love you. You're not alone. That's yeah. so powerful. And then taking that away is so sad. I want to like cry right now. Uh, I, I mean, I know. Like, it, it. I mean, for me, like... When I was not able to, I mean, I literally had, because I was working with patients all the time, I couldn't see anybody. And that, it really got to me some days because I would be like, mom, or I'm calling or whatever. I literally would have to pick up my cat that doesn't like to be touched and just (laughs) hug her. Yeah. I'm not joking. I mean, it's funny, but I literally would have to like grab her and hold her and hug her. And I think sometimes she would feel like she knew that I needed it. So she would let me, I mean, for like 10 seconds, but you know, a hug's a hug. And that's how I kind of got through that whole time because I'm also, I like to hug yeah. and I like to feel people and it really did. Even there's so many people that like, they feel awkward, you know, like even my clients that don't like hugs, they'll give me a hug because eventually you like it. You're comfortable with that person. You're, I mean, you, you're touching their hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very personal experience. It really is. Cause you can mess up somebody's hair and oh my gosh, they, it's, it's something very yeah. close and personal. So you have to develop those relationships. And Sometimes the relationship between client and hairstylist is more... You're like a therapist. It's close. Well, it's closer <laughs> than some friendships. It really you know? is. Because some friends like don't really go deep, but... Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> You're like, tell me what's really <laughs> yeah. going on. I'm like, let me tell you what's happening. You're like, oh, great. Brandy with her questions. I mean, I don't mind it. I personally prefer it. And I think our friendship has grown throughout mm-hmm. the years and we're going through our life phases, but... I mean, I think that's one of the parts that I love about you is that and why I've, I've stayed with you for so long is because you've built a relationship. You know, there's times where there's people that just they, you're just another person yeah. to make money off of. Mm-hmm. I've never once felt that. I'm like, nope, she's it's, Brandy's my girl. And I got to make time <laughs> for her. I got to spend three, four hours in her chair. I'm good. I'll take my reading yeah. material. <laughs> and then just getting to see like Danielle and then now Bella, like actually yeah. like flourishing and doing their own thing is, is pretty cool. So keep doing your thing. I think that everyone really at the salon is like that because then you mm-hmm. get to know the other stylists too. And they're like, Oh, Hey Daisy. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, Cause like, like Ashley, I know yeah. Ashley Grace. I don't, I mean, Grace, I, yeah, I met her just at the salon and she's amazing. And well, she works, she's in the chair beside you. So I'm always like talking mm-hmm. to her and I follow her on social. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like I know you, but I really don't. <laughs> I'm like, not personally, but, um, she's a lot of fun. And then some of the other girls, the newer girls, I don't really know, mm-hmm. but it's just being comfortable with them. And they're doing their own thing. They're yeah. always like working on other people's hair. You don't want to be like, oh my gosh, girl, did you hear? <laughs> what if you're throwing yeah. out? What if what if the gossip is about somebody in the? I always think about that. I always be like looking around, looking you in the mirrors. You never know who is friends with whoever that world. person's talking about. You're like, what if they know? Mm-hmm. We'll just give them so a be name. Be careful what you say in your hairstylist chair because somebody else everyone knows everybody. <laughs> Give them a, a code name, okay? Yeah, That's what I names. do. I give on this podcast, if I talk about anybody that I wouldn't want to expose mm-hmm. like that, they have yeah. a code name. And yeah. and people know, some of my friends, my close friends know 
who I talk about if they've been given a nickname. <laughs> because like Meghan Markle said, it might be too damaging for them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, yeah. it's mostly like people that have done, that have been just kind of ugly humans. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's that they're an ugly person inside. I think they're struggling with a lot of things and it's just projections coming out mm-hmm. and that's how they react. And I can't take that personal to be honest i mean to some level yes but no yeah this isn't bad but it's like it's happened before where someone comes in and the person that they're dating's ex is there too (laughs) that's a little awkward how would that go did they know i think only the person that was currently dating knew oh but the other person didn't okay i mean they act like they didn't but yeah i mean we gotta all be adults okay Mm -hmm. we're still gonna go get our hair done and it's not my fault that y'all broke up in the first place (laughs) yeah that's y'all's problem obviously it didn't work out or i get patients like i've gotten patients who they broke up Mm -hmm. and then i start seeing who their new love interest Mm -hmm. so sometimes we and i've had this happen in, in my in another office where they broke up and it was a bad breakup and they still want to keep coming to our office. So one of them will eventually be like, make sure I'm never on the schedule yeah. when they're on the schedule. And I'm like, okay, we've got to be like maneuvering the schedule just to make sure that they yeah, that never happens. are there at mm-hmm. the same time. But anyways, Brandy, this has been fun. Thank you for giving us all the tips, sharing your life, letting us go in and getting to know you. And if y'all have any questions or want to reach out to Brandy, you know, I always tag my people. And anytime I go in, I always tag her anyways. You'll be seeing a story of some sort coming up because I will need to go in because these grays are starting to show. But thank you so much for coming. And if y'all want to actually check out her stuff, you can. You have two different Instagrams. My personal one, like my lifestyle, is Bueno Brandy. And my hair salon is Do or Die Texas. Yeah, which I'll be tagging all that so y'all just have it. So if you want to see like her work and you're interested, because we didn't even touch on this, but there is differences like between highlights and lived in, mm-hmm. like what kind of what I get, which Different I love. services. Yeah. yeah. So if you want to see like her work or want to reach out to her and you're interested, reach out to her. Just DM. Yeah, my personal the- hair page is do or die Brandy. Brandy. Yeah. So like I said, I'll be putting all of that. So if you're interested in any other questions, you can always reach out to her. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And that is it for today, guys. And this wraps up this week's episode of Life is Full of Daisies with my guest, Brandy. And y'all, she's given us so much life, not only to our souls, but also to our locks and waves. So make sure you are using all these tips and tricks that she has taught us today to help keep your hair nice and healthy and strong, especially if you color it like I do. Blonde is very damaging. But with the right tools, you can definitely keep it nice and healthy. And today's life lesson, like Brandy said, is words are powerful. So always be really careful as to what you say and how you say it because you do not know what anyone's going through and how it will affect them. And also treat people like you want to be treated because we don't know how they're doing. We don't know what's going on in their life. And sometimes we all have bad days, but always remember to treat people the way you personally want to be treated because karma is a B. And it will come back at you if you are a ugly human towards others. And yes, we all have bad days. It's human nature to go through that. But just always, always try to remember that we treat others the way we want to be treated. And as usual, y'all, it's been amazing to be on air with you and 
thank you all as always for listening in, supporting, and just being amazing people and wanting to grow and be a better version of yourself. If you're not already following us on Life is Full of Daisies on Instagram, please go do so and where you can DM me or you can email me at hellodaisy at gmail.com. That is H-E-L-L-O-D-E-I-S-S-Y at gmail.com. And don't forget to go on Apple Podcasts and give the podcast a five-star review. Or if you have some words to say, write them down because all of these things help me grow and reach a bigger audience and platform. And I'm always super, super grateful for all of you. And as always, it's been amazing. Y'all have an amazing week. And don't forget to be kind along the way and do an act of kindness. Bye.